Lawson, and today is Wednesday, October 9th, and it's my birthday. I turned 24 today, and uh, there's nothing more I'd like to be doing than uh, focusing on myself, and that means recording this podcast, doing stuff that I like. And uh, I appreciate you guys for tuning in every week, um, the steady uh, fan base that I have going on. So thanks to y'all, man, and this is why I do it. So we're going to move on for our takeaways for week five. Um, To start, we got the Patriots who played the bismal Washington Redskins. For me, it's clear as day that, uh, and to every other football fan, that the Patriots have hands down the easy schedule in the NFL as they continue to kick the shit out of bad teams. And everyone is stating... Everyone, I mean, the reporters in the NFL. I haven't seen a big quote coming out there. I haven't seen a defense like this since the 1985 Bears team. Um, I believe these reporters are jumping the gun just a little bit. I'm not going to lie. The Patriots defense is good. I mean, how can it not be when you have Bill Pelichek as your head coach? A defensive guy. Sorry, guys. That was my phone. forgot to mute it. But... To compare them to one of the best defensives, defensive teams of all time, sorry, is is not you can't you you literally can't do that. They've played easy teams, um, and the Jets, you know, the Dolphins, and now they get to play the Giants this week. Listen, th- let's see what they look like against a good team. They got a lot of turnovers against the Bills team. I believe the Bills are a good team, but to compare them to one of the best defensive teams of all time is stupid and ludicrous. And moving on to the Buffalo Bills, they might be becoming my new favorite team in the NFL. Definitely not as the same caliber as the Green Bay Packers, but I love to watch them. I was flipping through the games, and I got stuck on the Bills-Titans game. It wasn't a high-scoring affair, but I love watching that defense. And I miss my boy Micah Hyde. That's why I tune in to Bills games. And you know what? They're just exciting. It's it's good when the Buffalo Bills are good in the NFL, and I, I really hope they make the playoffs and continue to give the Patriots hopefully some problems. The Baltimore Ravens were a Mason-Rudolph hit away from losing on Sunday. I truly believe that. The quarterback, Mason Rudolph, for the Pittsburgh Steelers, was playing fairly well against the Ravens, and Earl Thomas, the safety for the the Ravens, came in and gave him a shot to the head. Apparently there's no suspension being held for Earl Thomas, but he will be receiving a fine for that knockout hit on Mason Rudolph I saw that hit I was like whoa we haven't seen one of those in a long time he went to sleep ladies and gentlemen he was out cold on the on the uh, field on Sunday so rest up Mason Rudolph Pittsburgh Steelers are down to their third string QB next Sunday the Raiders upset the Chicago Bears overseas in England on Sunday and thank you Oakland Raiders, that's always good when uh, a team in your division loses. And it, it always it always seems that uh, upsets always occur overseas when they play, when two NFL teams play in England. 
we got another England game coming up this weekend with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the Carolina Panthers. So thanks, Raiders. Raiders are 3-2. and two. John Gruden, maybe fixing that team, actually. Maybe he's not an idiot that we all thought he was for trading away Amari Cooper and Khalil Mack last year. Teddy Bridgewater is a stud and is now 3-0 and in place of uh, veteran QB Drew Brees. Listen, the they're just controlling the 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 game pace. They're controlling the clock. They're scoring points, and we finally saw Teddy Bridgewater going and shooting the ball downfield. the The past two games, it was more like checkdown plays or handing the ball off to running back Alvin Kamara, and now he's he's getting loose. He's getting comfortable with the team with what Sean Payton has drawn up for him and so Teddy Bridgewater throwing bombs to Michael Thomas is what I like to see because I have Michael Thomas on my one of my fantasy teams so thank you Teddy Bridgewater and if I was Drew Brees I would be a little worried but we'll get to that in our segment warm beer cold beer the Houston Texans kicked the shit out of the Atlanta Falcons and I'm not surprised because I quit the Falcons done betting on them so thank you Houston Texans for doing so they put up a nice 50 burger on offense which means they put up 50 plus points Kyler Murray got his first win in the NFL over the the shitty Cincinnati Bengals on Sunday yeah it was two unbeaten teams facing off each other and uh, I picked the Cardinals to win so because you know what (laughs) that Bengals team man They're dealing with some injuries and no offensive line, and you have a mediocre quarterback in Andy Dalton. I think it's time to just send every veteran they have, like Carlos Dunlap, on their defense. Um, Once A.J. Green is healthy, apparently rumors are floating around that he might be trade bait at the deadline later this month. So keep your eyes on that. Keep your eyes on the Cincinnati Bengals for shipping away their vets. In the battle of the backup quarterbacks, we had backup quarterback Kyle Allen of the Carolina Panthers. He defeats backup quarterback Gardner Minshew over the weekend. And these teams were both coming in 2-0, I believe, with backup QBs. So one of them had to lose at the end of the day. And it just, wow, I, I can't believe without Cam Newton, the Panthers are good. That defense is is phenomenal and Christian McCaffrey is the best running back in the league I know it's early but this guy is putting up points for this team for Carolina Panthers and it's amazing if I was a Panthers fan that was that would be the number one jersey I would have in my setup the Denver Broncos get their first win on the season and might and I might, you know what, folks? I might quit the Chargers soon if they don't win this weekend. Every time, it's just, it's like they're the Falcons. Every time I choose to bet them or I bet against them, they'll win when I bet against them or they'll lose when I bet for them. It's starting to piss me off, and they might be joining the Falcons club for the up north trip. I might be quitting them. And I'm going to get that in warm beer, cold beer as well. I would like to apologize to my team the Green Bay Packers, 
last in last week's episode, I picked the Cowboys to win over the Packers, and I would just like to apologize. Why why bet against your team, Sean? What are you doing? I know you're trying to be re- realistic. That's what you said, but the Packers are good. It's not like the past two seasons. They're good. That defense is unreal. Brian Gutekinds is a mastermind. He's the GM, of course, of the uh, Packers. He brought in Preston Smith, Zadarius Smith, Adrian Amos, that draft class of Rashawn Gary and Darnell Savage, Kevin King, finally healthy. I know he's dealing with maybe some nagging hamstring injuries, but he got an interception. Jair got an interception. And I believe Tremont Williams got an interception. But man, they go into Jerry World again. Aaron Rodgers is 5-0 and at AT&T Stadium against the Cowboys. They go in there again and pull off another upset. No one picked them to win after losing to the Eagles. No one picked them to win. I sure didn't, and I'm sorry, Green Bay Packers. Good job on the win. Another surprising upset, the Indianapolis Colts went into Kansas City and shut down high-flying Patrick Mahomes. They won Sunday night against them. And listen, the narrative of, oh, there's a script on how to beat Patrick Mahomes. We're finally seeing it. The Indianapolis Colts did it. They they shut him down. They hit him. Here's the script. We got pressured on the quarterback. We ran the ball on offense, keeping him off the field. Listen, these reporters, man, I, I really don't know how they keep on keeping their jobs, essentially. They they always put up these bullshit narratives. That's the narrative for any good quarterback. Keep them off the field and hit them in the mouth. Of course, that's how you stop them. But listen, Patrick Mahomes, this isn't this isn't gonna be the only shitty game he has. He's gonna have more of these games against good deep good defenses. And it was surprising because the Indianapolis Colts defense was so banged up. They were dealing with a lot of injuries. And it was a revenge game, essentially, for Justin Houston. Justin Houston was a former Kansas City Chief. And as the Chiefs didn't want to re-sign him, they let him walk on the waiver wire last offseason. So, you know what? It just proves that defenses are not done in the world of high-flying offenses where it's easier to throw the ball downfield, where it is an offensive league. No, man. The defense... Defense wins the championships, and the Indianapolis Colts are keeping up in their division with that W against the Chiefs. Good job. Good job, Jacoby Brissett. And for the Monday Nighter, short little recap. The 49ers remain undefeated and kick the shit out of the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns' O-line is just garbage. I'm going to defend Baker Mayfield. Because there's a lot of hate going on with him. And you're probably thinking, oh, Sean's going to be biased. He probably just likes Baker Mayfield. I do. I do like Baker. I like his cockiness and all that. And he likes to talk the talk and walk the walk. But in this game, he couldn't. Because that front for the San Francisco 49ers defense was unreal. It's strong. Joey, Joey Bosa? Nick Bosa, sorry. Going off. For the 49ers. 
It's they have a good defense. Richard Sherman in the backfield. That's why they're four and zero. And to beat a so-called contender of the Cleveland Browns in the AFC, they got the win at home. The 49ers are serious. It's just that the Cleveland Browns did everything else possible in this offseason except acquiring offensive line talent, and it shows. Baker Mayfield is running for his life after the ball is snapped. He's running for his life, and he can't really hand the ball off all the time with Nick Chubb. He can't. He has to throw the ball downfield. But he's not trusting his offensive line because they're letting guys beat them all the time. They're letting um, Nick Bosa and D Ford come in and just wreck, destroy, dominate Baker Mayfield. And for the throws and the overthrows, listen, he he's probably freaking out, Baker Mayfield. He's probably freaking out. And that's why the ball's coming out wobbly, wobbly, sorry. Or it's just he's hurrying it up. He's under pressure. And with a stacked defensive line in the 49ers, he's going to have games like that. So let's all chill on the Baker Mayfield hate. We don't have much news for you guys today. Um, only a little bit of NFL news going into Wednesday, October 9th. On Monday, head coach Jay Gruden got the can from the Washington Redskins after the loss against the New England Patriots. Listen, um, I probably would have gave Jay Gruden one more game considering that they're playing the Dolphins in Miami. But listen, if you lose to the Dolphins, that, that would have been it. To lose to the Patriots, it's understandable. They're defending Super Bowl champions. They got Tom Brady to give him the shit can after this week's loss. I know they're 0-5. There's no excuse for it, but they're they're just not good. They're not a good team. I would have given Jay Gruden one more game. And you know what? They might even lose against the Dolphins. But we'll get to that when the Week 6 Picks segment comes around. Jets quarterback Sam Darnold has been medically cleared to play on Sunday against the Cowboys. Um, and here again, I personally probably would have waited another week for Sam Darnold. The Cowboys did not play well against the Packers this past Sunday. I understand that. But to see they're they're not gonna they're not gonna have that two weeks in a row. They're not. You got Rover Quinn coming off the edge. You got Demarcus Lawrence. You got blitz packages from the linebackers and Leighton Vander Esch and Jalen Smith. This is still a good defense. Everyone pumped the brakes. They lost. They lost against a good Packers team, a good offense that is starting to finally click for the Green Bay Packers. So I probably would have waited. I probably would have made Sam Darnold sit out another week for the Jets because, listen, he's he's going to get beat up on Sunday. The Cowboys are not going to have this happen two weeks in a row where they shit the bed on defense. They only had one sack against Green Bay. So that's a testament to what how good the Packers' offensive line is. And I don't believe the Jets' offensive line is up to par with the Green Bay's offensive line. So that's that's the news for us here at the Up North Trip. Not a lot. Only, only two big things in the NFL. We have 
the NBA preseason kicked off over uh, last week, start of this week actually, and we have the NHL season kicking off as well. Games all over the week, and it's it's just good. We have also playoff baseball happening. I think uh, it's about to move into, let's say, the divisional round. I don't know how baseball works. I'm not, I'm not, <laughs> I don't care about the sport really. Um, the Red Sox are out. I like the Red Sox. The Brewers were out. They were eliminated by the Cardinals in that wild card game. One wild card game. What is that? I don't know. Baseball, you confuse the shit out of me, and that's why I don't really pay attention to you, and I'm not well-versed in the sport. But moving on to warm beer, cold beer. I'm giving a warm beer out to the Browns O-line. Listen, like I said before, they have all the pieces over John Dorsey, the GM of the Cleveland Browns, did everything he could. He even brought in, um, I know he's not a huge talent of offense, Justin McCray from the Green Bay Packers. But listen, Browns online, you got to step up. You you got dominated this uh, Monday against the 49ers. Got to step up. Got to finish those warm beers, you big boys. I know you y'all love chugging chugging beers and defending your quarterback, but this this week you didn't. And if you're going to be contenders in the AFC, especially with the Baltimore Ravens there competing against you, you got to protect Baker Mayfield. You got to do it. I'm giving a warm beer to veteran QB Drew Brees. If I saw, let's say if I was in Drew Brees' shoes, if I saw a younger quarterback step up for your team and start 3-0 and in place of you, I would be worried. I would be worried about my job. And most of y'all are going to be like, oh, wow, Sean, you're crazy. But if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Let Drew Brees sit out the, the max. I think it was four to eight weeks. Let him sit out eight weeks. You don't want him having another injury and then Teddy Bridgewater stepping in once more. Let him relax. He's done far enough for the New Orleans Saints. I'm not saying don't play him, but when he's 100%, when the thumb is fine, then put him in. If they're playing uh, a good team, and I think they have the Rams coming up in their schedule, I would I would wait and put Teddy Bridgewater in that one too. They're surviving right now. They're the best team in the NFC South by far. That defense is phenomenal. You got stars Michael Thomas and Alvin Kamara performing well. Wait. Drew Brees. Have a warm beer. I'd be worried about you, man. Some teams I'm giving the warm beer status to are the Los Angeles Chargers. Like I said before, they're approaching the Atlanta Falcons done. Done factor. I'm going to be paying attention to their game on Sunday. They play the... Who do they play? They play the Pittsburgh Steelers on Sunday night. Should get that W, but you never know. That Pittsburgh Steelers defense is playing fairly well. LA Chargers, got to step up. Melvin Gordon, you're back. You got to step up. Another warm beer. I'm giving it to the Dallas Cowboys. Listen, there was all this talk of how Super Bowl favorites, Super Bowl favorite. Dallas Cowboys, they're going to be back in the Super Bowl. Oh, all these analysts. I think uh, New England Patriots, obviously in the AFC, 
And then the Dallas Cowboys, the NFC, they started off hot, 3-0, and but they started off hot against three garbage-time teams. They played the Dolphins, they played Eli Manning and the Giants, and they played the Washington Redskins. We know who these teams are. And I think it would have been more of a game if Daniel Jones was in the game for the Giants because the Giants somehow seem to play more effectively with Jones as their quarterback. But nonetheless, they took the L. Dallas 3-0. They played the New Orleans Saints. They lost with backup Teddy Bridgewater. And then they play at home against the... They, they go... Sorry. They go home and play Aaron Rodgers and the Green Bay Packers. And we kick the shit out of them. It wasn't until the second half, end of the third quarter, where they started. The, they finally woke up. Amari Cooper downfield. Jair Alexander got burnt, burnt toast the whole game. But they finally started playing good teams, and they shit the bed. So if I was a Dallas Cowboys fan, I'd be worried. Three and two. You, you guys get to play an easy team in the Jets this week. Good job. Dallas Cowboys. Have a warm beer all around. Some cold beers I'm handing out. I'm only handing out one to one player, and that's Teddy Bridgewater. This guy is filling the shoes of Drew Brees, like I said, and he's getting it done. And now he's taking more shots downfield. Amazing. I love it. He's progressing. He's getting back to what he used to be in Minnesota. Good job, Teddy. Have a nice frothy cold beer on us at the Up North Trip. Two teams I'm giving a cold beer status to are the Packers, especially the Packers defense. You shut down a running back Ezekiel Elliott for the Cowboys this past weekend, and you did a phenomenal job, one of the best running backs in the league, and you held him to 75 yards, under 100 yards. That's that's what you wanted to do. That was the game plan. Mike Pettin stepped up. Guys, we got we to gotta stop the run. We were letting four, 500 yards, 500 plus yards in four games. So good job. Kudos to the Packers. Cold beers all around. Another team I'm holding the I'm handing out the cold beer status to are the Indianapolis Colts. You shut down Patrick Mahomes. Good job. And you're three and two. You're you're keeping up. No Andrew Luck anymore. You guys need to get fully healthy soon to continue. You can't keep suffering these injuries. It's it's kind of like they're winning, then they're losing, then they're winning. They might go eight and eight with the pace that they're setting. But I believe in the Indianapolis Colts. I think they're going to be good for the rest of the season. Good job, Colts. Cold beers. Moving on, we have Ref Watch. And I know I've already talked about this game already enough. And you guys probably think I'm hella biased. But if you watch the game on Sunday against the Green Bay Packers and the Dallas Cow Cowboys, that, that referee team who called the game on Sunday... They all need to go. They all need to be fired. The amount of penalties called in that game, it was it was terrible. Let the guys play. The game lasted four hours. A game is only supposed to 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 go on for three hours. A normal NFL game, three hours max. Cap, done. Final score. We wrapped it up. If there's no overtime, three hours. It was terrible. They extended the game almost all the way till the Sunday nighter. Jesus Christ. 
stopping the momentum of the game. Penalties here, flags here, all over the place. First half, <laughs> the Cowboys got dominated with flags. Bad calls, pass interferences, holdings. And then, you know what? They The refs somehow came out of the halftime, and they were like, you know what? Let's throw some bullshit calls to the Green Bay Packers now. And to be frank, that that was the only reason that the Dallas Cowboys were coming back. And I remember one play I was freaking out over. Uh, I forget who. I think it was Darius Smith for the Green Bay Packers. He came and gave Dak Prescott a little knock on the head with his hand. Didn't hit him helmet to helmet. Didn't hit him low. And he got a roughing the passer penalty. What the fuck is that? Garbage. These NFL referees need to be fired. Need to have more more crews. If they don't perform well, why are they handed out the, let's say, the Fox NFL game of the week? Or the Sunday Nighters? Those, those games have all the attention across the world. They have the most viewership. Why are these garbage time referees being awarded for calling bad games. I just don't understand it. NFL, you got to fix that. You got to fix these referees, man. But enough about my bitching and moaning about the NFL referees. Time to move on to the NFL Week 6 picks and wrapping up this episode for y'all. On Thursday night, tomorrow, we got the Giants traveling to New England. Um, I'm going to go with the Patriots here. Like I said, they're 5-0. and They're beating up on the bad teams. Next up on Sunday, at a 9.30 a.m. game, because Carolina versus Tampa Bay, they're playing across the pond in England. I'm going to go with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. I think the reign of Kyle Allen being 3-0 and is going to stop here. So book it for the Buccaneers on Sunday. Sunday kicks off a span of also 1 o'clock games. We have the Redskins versus Miami, the garbage toilet bowl, as I would like to call it. Um, I'm going to go with a surprising pick here. I'm going to go with the Miami Dolphins. They're playing at home. Washington has a new head coach. I just don't think they're going to win this one. Book it for the Dolphins. Next up, we got the New Orleans Saints versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm going with Teddy Bridgewater on the road. They're dominating the time of possession, and I think that's just crucial. It's going to keep Gardner Minshew off the field, so Saints with a road W. We got Cincinnati, winless Cincinnati Bengals team versus the Baltimore Ravens. Book it for the Ravens. They're going to kick the shit out of the Cincinnati Bengals. We also got a good game, good affair going on here. We have the Seattle Seahawks traveling to the Cleveland Browns. Um, Cleveland Browns playing at home, trying to bounce back from that Terrible loss to the 49ers on Monday, but I don't think they're going to get it done going with the Seattle Seahawks. We also got another good matchup, the Minnesota Vikings at home taking off the traveling Philadelphia Eagles. Listen, if Philadelphia can play any way in which they played against the Packers on the road, going into Lambeau, a tough place to play, Minnesota, no joke there while they play at home. I'm going to go with the Eagles here. I think they're going to go into there. A struggling offense in the Vikings. I know they're banged up on defense for the Eagles. 
but I think Carson Wentz is going to get it done. Book it. Eagles. We also got two other matchups to wrap up the 1 o'clock games. We got the Kansas City Chiefs hosting the Houston Texans. Really good 1 o'clock matchups. Going to be flipping through a bunch of these games. We, I'm going to take the Kansas City Chiefs. Bounce back W for them. I know they're banged up on offense, but apparently rumors are that Tyreek Hill is coming back this week. So that's going to give him a bonus on offense. The speedy wide receiver coming back. So Patrick Mahomes bounce back W against the Houston Texans. Wrap up the 1 o'clock games. We have two garbage teams finishing it off. We got the Arizona Cardinals versus the Atlanta Falcons. And keeping the trend going, not believing in the Atlanta Falcons whatsoever. Going with the Cardinals. Kyler Murray, keeping the winning ways going. Book it. W. Sunday, we have three 4 o'clock games. We have the LA Rams taking on the San Francisco 49ers. I think the 49ers lose this one. They are not going to remain undefeated against the division rival LA Rams. So Rams with a bounce back W after taking the loss against Seattle last week in division. You, you can't go 0-2 in division. You can't. And this is going to be a competitive NFC West. So LA Rams with the W. Then we have Tennessee versus Denver. I think Denver at home. You never know. It's a tough place to play. Tennessee, though, lost two straight. I think this is a game that they're going to win because they somehow, they're, they're kind of like the Falcons. You never know when they're going to win, when they're going to lose. The Chargers are starting to become this trend of you just don't know what you're going to get out of these teams. So I think I'm going to take the upset here, Tennessee in Denver. We also have the return of quarterback Sam Darnold, like I said earlier, taking on the tough Dallas Cowboys team. This is in New Jersey, but Dallas Cowboys are going to bounce back. I think Ezekiel Elliott is going to run for 100-plus yards, probably two TDs at the most, and they're going to bounce back. They're playing a garbage team, so book it for the Cowboys. A Sunday, 8 o'clock game, prime time. I wish this game was flexed out because there's no Big Ben. If the Pittsburgh Steelers had Big Ben at quarterback versus the LA Chargers, this would be a great game. Classic between Phillip Rivers and Ben Roethlisberger, but that's not the fact. The The Pittsburgh Steelers have their third-string quarterback out there, so I'm going to give this one to the Chargers. Easy W for the Chargers. Bounce back W. A lot of teams, I believe, this week are going to have bounce back wins and keep their their winning ways afloat. And on Monday night, we have the Detroit Lions versus the Green Bay Packers. This is going to be a good game. We have a scrappy Detroit team that has been in every game, and they're 2-1-1. One one. They're at the bottom of the division, but this this division is probably the toughest in the NFL with Chicago, Minnesota, Green Bay. So I'm not going to bet against my team. I can't do it. I did it last week, and it didn't work well for me. So Green Bay Packers at home versus the Detroit Lions. The Detroit Lions have had their way against Green Bay. 4-0 in their last four games. So Green Bay, time to bounce back, get the W, and wrap up NFL Week 6. 
that's going to do it here for us at the Up North Trip. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll see y'all next week. Peace.